Hello, 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 guys! Welcome to this new episode of Mind Podcast. We're back uh, after a little break, but we're back with part two of the Karnataka elections. We're waiting for the right time, and we got fantastic uh, podcast lined up for you. Um, as always, I have with me author, columnist, and podcaster, and our good friend and Mind Podcast champion, Kishore Narayan. Hi, Kishore. Thank you, Adit. Always glad to be back with you. Uh, no absolutely uh, i should say karnataka visheshagya uh, you know uh, yeah I, i don't know what is the kannada word for visheshagya uh visleshanakara 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 karnataka kishor avaru mind podcast mind podcast mein unka swagat hai how is that people will carry on your uh, people will carry on their shoulders if you talk this much <laughs> so i i i i like i i've always told kishore i love learning new languages and um, hopefully one of these days he's going to teach me a little bit of kannada at least spoken kannada i cannot uh, claim to be uh, as as uh, as fast as the late sushma swaraj ji who was brilliant the way she picked up kannada and stuff um, and and it's almost uh, there, there are two national politicians who you cannot not name when you talk about the state of karnataka and i'm not talking about the uh, politicians from karnataka i'm talking about two people indira gandhi and sushma swaraj because both at very interesting point of times revived their parties respective parties fortunes in the state of karnataka indira gandhi obviously after you know udp chikmagalur seat where she fought in 1980 um, 1977 i think or 1980 i forget uh, 1980 election was that from 2004 to currently congress has not been able to win i think more than 9 10 seats i think in the lok yeah, sabha yeah i yeah yeah and karnataka is a big state 28 lok sabha seats right so uh, jds would get its usual two or three uh, last time the win emily but uh, you you could have banked on bangalore uh, uh, rural hasan and tumakaru or you know one of the other they would you know do some setting with the congress or sometimes even with the bjp but here that is that is the uh, brief i have but we are here to today to talk about now we are into the full campaign mode of the karnataka elections we are what 3 weeks away from the polls um and uh, 3 weeks away from the results as well so to speak because we should have the results in 3 days after uh, the state goes to polls so we thought it was a good good time to give you a preview uh, up to next 2 3 weeks of rhetoric campaign rallies you know that that will all take place but for the most part most parties have announced their candidates which is also good and unusual that the candidates were almost given a month or th- you know more than 3 weeks to campaign in a lot of states we've seen that can- candidates get announced at the very last moment so um, i mean this is not to say that this was a very well in advance but this was still more uh, uh, many candidates were in announced more in advance than before um, so kishore what have you heard so far what are your takeaways from karnataka and uh, you know a brief overview for everyone uh jds i think was the first of the mark they came out with a, a big list uh, to begin with 
But then they got stuck immediately after that when it came to Hassan uh, Assembly constituency. We'll come to that a little later. But uh, they, they obviously, they are like the Amadmi Party in Gujarat. Why do I say so? Because they want to take all the discarded uh, aspirational candidates from the other parties, give them a JDF ticket and see how, how far they can go. So that was their plan. Uh, Congress, on the other hand, they came out with uh, installments. So that was also there. So there was a brief time when both the parties were accusing BJP, hey, you haven't even come out with a, a list, no matter how small it would be. But then uh, uh, BJP being BJP, they came out uh, all guns blazing. I think in one single day, they had around 150, 140, 150 uh, names in one single list. Uh, I, think, then, uh, I think even more closer to 180 or something, right? Wasn't it? Pretty much, I think, yeah. Uh, we have 189, 189 candidates. 189, okay, yeah. So, and they immediately followed it up with another list within a, within maybe 48 hours. So, uh, that was the time when BJP started telling, hey, you know what, uh, it's now your time to buckle up and uh, announce the names for yeah. the other constituencies. So, that was the kind of uh, rhetoric that we saw. But then uh, what was important was <clears throat> about all the uh, names that were, be that were being uh, listed. And uh, we saw quite uh, uh, fascinating trends and uh, trying to make sense of all the names that had come out. And that was, that was where we are currently. The last day was, uh, I think, on uh, Friday uh, yeah. when uh, people had to file their nominations. Uh, yeah, uh, on Thursday and Friday was the last day to, uh, for scrutiny. Monday is the last day for uh, uh, withdrawing their nomination. So, uh, we now have a fair idea of uh, who is pitted against whom in every constituency. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, now uh, the stage is all set for the big guns, including uh, the PM himself, to come down, ha uh, uh, have uh, carpet bombing in their usual <laughs> style. Uh, yes. We also have uh, people from uh, Congress also coming down uh, for their rally. So everything will be keenly watched, obviously. Um, for Karnataka, Congress is a big, big player. For Congress, Karnataka is a big, big state that they they can definitely not uh, uh, underestimate. So you will you will have a lot of tutu uh, meme uh, happening in the next uh, ten fifteen days. Absolutely, and we will bring you all of it here on Mindmakers. Of course, Kush, uh, Kishore and I will sit and do a post poll analysis as well. But before that, uh, before we go down to the list, if you haven't. Guys, please hit the pause button and go listen to part one of our podcast where we've laid out the context of how the Karnataka politics takes place. Now, having said that, then come back and do part two. I would love you guys to, you know, listen to both the parts. So let's, Kishore, let's let's start going through the list, right? Uh, uh, what do you think? What do you think about this list? Uh, if I if I were to just look, you know, if I were to just look at um, uh, uh, at this list, I'm sorry, I was trying to I was trying to share and I hit stop sharing accidentally. But uh, basically, um, which district would you like to uh, uh, go with first? Uh, I, actually, before we even talk about the list, let me actually show the map of Karnataka, uh, the district map of Karnataka, so that people have an idea. Right. So. Kishore, can you talk about the regions of Karnataka once again briefly before we get into district by district analysis? Yeah, so what you say in the uh, northwest corner, Belagam, uh, Dharwad, Bagalkot, so that was the uh, uh, quintessential uh, Bombay Karnataka 
yeah. which was part of the Bombay Presidency. So that yes. that Belgaum uh, district, as you can see in the map, is a, is a big one. It has around 18 seats, one single mm -hmm. district. And then you also have uh, on the on the uh, and a significant Marathi-speaking population also in Belgaum oh, because oh, yes. that's oh, yes. the that's the whole Maharashtra Karnataka issue over Belgaum or Belgaum. Exactly. Belagavi is what we call uh, in yes. Canada, but yeah. Uh, and uh, on the northeastern corner, you uh, you have Hyderabad, Karnataka, which once upon a time uh, belonged uh, to the Hyderabad Nizam. And then mm. you have the central uh, Karnataka, uh, which is the uh, Davangere, Chitraturga, Haveri, Shimoga, that belt. Uh, mm. Down below, you have the old Mysore region uh, belonging to the Mysore uh, Royal Kingdom. Uh, Bangalore is looked at separately simply because of its uh, vast number of seats and also the sheer uh, demographic uh, differences that you have with the OMR uh, region. So let me let's let's talk about the stalwarts. Uh, no, uh, ah, just one more region: the coastal Karnataka, Uttar Kannada, Urupi, and Dakshin Kannada. They mm. uh, they again uh, vote differently and they are considered as a different. Uh, region by itself. So yeah. I, what I was going to say is let's go by district by district and talk about the stalwarts, right? So Gulbarga is the region of Malik Arjun Kharge, right? Yeah. You have uh, Belgao, like I said, uh, used to be, uh, I mean, you know, significant Marathi speaking populations as well. And some Lingayat dominant seats also mm. uh, in, the, in the region. Uh, then yeah. you have the Dharwad area where the Hubli Dharwad uh, region was used to be, at least Jagdish Shetar used to have one seat. But Jagdish Shetar, whether he will be of influence in more than one seat or not is what we'll decide, you know. Um, Shimoga obviously would be BS Yadiyurappa uh, area, right? So, um, and, and, and then Udipi Chikmagalur, like we were talking about. Um, Hassan is Devagoda Central. Uh, that's the uh, Gouda family's yeah. uh, thing, that and parts of Tumakaru. Mandya, Ambrish used to be Ambrish's seat when he was in the Congress. Now his wife, Sumalata Ambrish, represents. And uh, uh, she, uh, yeah, she has now supported uh, BJP, telling uh, I, I openly support BJP, although I cannot join the BJP simply because I am an independent MP. But mm. now she is uh, openly campaigning for the party as well. Correct. So that, that makes them a force with over there as well. And this is the old Mysore belt where you have Ramnagara, uh, Bangalore, rural, Chikbalpura, where there is Chikbalpura is uh, Virupa Moili, I think used to get elected, if I'm not mistaken, from Chikbalpura. He, he is not from that region. He is from coastal huh. Karnataka. But huh. uh, just once he came and contested from there. Yeah. Huh. It is, uh, yeah, it's also, I mean, like, you know, I will remember all the strange uh, Lok Sabha statistics that people will forget. Mm -hmm. So that, and Kolar uh, is the KGF where you guys are thinking the KGF movies, Kolar, basically that's where Kolar is, uh, the, the, or they are set in Kolar. This is where the gold used to be. This used to be a seat where Congress could not lose and BJP managed to even win this mm -hmm. seat in 2019. That. Polar yeah. is the biggest shocking uh, thing, and and then you have the Bellari where the whole the mining uh, brothers, the Bellari brothers. The, this is essentially the, that that that's the seat. But then we they they are uh, we talked about that their uh, their candidate in the last podcast. I don't want to go you know all into detail and stuff. But um, so what would you uh, label as the strongholds of each parties if you want to talk about that? Northeast Karnataka, you were saying. Yeah, uh, Northeast Karnataka is where uh, you have a significant uh, uh, Lingayat population. So they uh, generally vote for the BJP. We had spoken about the reasons for that in our uh, previous episode. 
So that is where BJP is quite strong. Uh, Northeastern Karnataka, the Hyderabad Karnataka was where Congress was very, very, very strong historically. And that is where BJP has been able to make significant inroads uh, by, by trying to uh, convince the scheduled cash, scheduled tribes and the Lamani. Especially made. in the Bidar, uh, Bijapur and Gulbarga regions. That's where BJP has gained quite a bit. Bidar, Gulbarga, Yadgir, Raichur, yeah, that entire straight line that you can draw is where mm. you uh, have that uh, uh, BJP trying to make inroads out there. Small pockets of uh, JDS influence simply because of the local leaders. But anyway, mm. uh, Central, uh, Central Karnataka again, uh, totally, totally um, uh, BJP, uh, uh, simply because of the stalwarts that you have had, Ishwarap, Yadurap, all of them. Uh, that has helped them uh, to remain a potent force there. Old Mysore region is where you have a lot of Vokkaliga population. They uh, used to generally vote for uh, Jantadal Secular. So uh, this is where, again, uh, that community did not uh, prefer BJP at the state level. And therefore, uh, you never had BJP making good inroads at the state level. Centrally, again, uh, uh, point to note, BJ, uh, Karnataka generally votes differently in a state election and a central election. So uh, you cannot generally extrapolate result A with result B. That will be, uh, that will be too much of a uh, comparison. Uh, but uh, going to coastal Karnataka again, uh, uh, an out and out uh, Hindutva region, people generally vote along, uh, they do not vote along caste lines. It is more on nationalistic uh, fervor. So again, uh, BJP very strong that. Hmm. So I have to, so, I have so, to say. Yeah, and, and, and just to set the context, last time around, BJP did well in coastal, BJP did well in central, uh, Bangalore and Kittur uh, Karnataka, which is uh, Mumbai Karnataka. They, they could not do so well in uh, Hyderabad Karnataka and obviously they had a very small presence in the OMR uh, region. Uh, when I say OMR, it is old Mysore region. Yeah. No, I have to say share one very hilarious uh, thing. We talk about Janta Dal and stuff like that, right? Uh, uh, the, the, here is here is a brief snippet of what the madness that was Janta Dal. So there used to be one Janta Party or one Janta Dal, and there was a uh, Janta Dal was a merger of Janta Party, Janta Party Secular, Lok Dal, INS, INC Jagjivan, Jan Morcha and uh, TMK, TMM, I'm sorry. So <laughs> they, they merged and then they split again. And this is what they split into. This is the pro-NDA Janta parties. Uh, RLJP, you know, this is Ram, Ramvilas Paswanwala and Lok Awaz Dal. And then these are the non-JDA, Jan Adhikarik Party, Jarashtriya Rok Dal, Indian National Lok Dal. Isme there is Janta Dal secular also of Devagoda. Usse pehle you had the Janta Dal led by JH Patel and stuff. And the reason I brought it up is is that the maximum, I think, the the, the height of JDS's uh, popularity was the 2004 election where they got 58 out of 224 seats. I don't think I have seen Janta Dal do JDS do that well when Dharam Singh became the uh, uh, CM mm. with JDS support. And then Kumaraswamy, of course, broke uh, uh, there and you had the famous, infamous JDS BJP alliance, and then seven day chief ministership yeah. of UBS Europa, and then 2008, they come back to power. Right. So, uh, 1999, again, uh, SM Krishna was the chief minister, five years mm -hmm. of Congress rule. 
he was voted out uh, uh, anti-incumbent Singh. So that was when 2004 was when both mm. BJP and uh, JDF did well. And uh, ideally, it would have been a good situation for them to go to together. But that did not mm. happen. You had Congress and uh, JDF forming an alliance. So that was yeah. when uh, uh, you had Dharam Singh uh, becoming the chief minister. Yeah. Again, that uh, time, not, a, not a popular uh, uh, government as well. And, and at that time, JDS was led by a guy called Sidharamaiya, who is now the Congress leader in the state in 2004. And that was the whole issue because Kumara Swami did not get the hold in JDS. That is why he split the JDS. And then, of course, Sidharamaiya goes. So this is this is of course now SM Krishna is in the BJP and BJP Europe is back to where he was in the BJP. But this is the that's why I showed you guys that this is this is the madness. This all happened. in last 18 years guys after 18 years so um, a voter that was born in 9, 2004 this is probably going to be their first election to vote and this is how the state looked in 2004 and this is right now sm krishna is essentially retired uh, uh, bs edurappa is retired you know uh, sidharamaiya is the congress and he's tired <laughs> so that is the <laughs> that is the unfortunate reality tired but not retired yeah Yeah, I have to use Venka and Idu ji. I have to give him, you know, hat tip. It's like one is tired and one is retired, like he would have said. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, those are the regions that we have, and mm. uh, that's how uh, we generally look at uh, each each region uh, votes differently. Of of course, like just like how we yeah. have in other parts of India. But then uh, uh, some regions as well, uh, nationalistic fervor uh, uh, takes precedence. Over community, over demographics, uh, uh, regions like Old Mysore region, where you have uh, caste-based voting, and uh, obviously the uh, the impact is different. So then, Kusha, uh, then uh, Kishor, let's let's look at let's look at something very clearly here. Okay, let's look at let's look at seat by seat. Okay, um, what what we are talking about? So, what seat would you like to focus on? We'll take that district and we'll look at those seats. And and we, I mean, we are guys. We are not going to cover all two two hundred and twenty eight seats, right? It's sorry, two hundred and twenty four seats. It's it's impossible to do. So, we are going to look at the key contests, right? Where there have been fights. One of one of those big contests is Varuna, where uh, Sidharamaiya is fighting again, right? So, uh, how how would you describe that? Okay, uh, Canada pro tip number one. It is Varuna, not Varuna. Var. Uh, Varuna. Yeah. Okay. Varuna and the Varun Varuna God. No, so uh, here is the funny thing. Gujaratis normally would call it Varuna as well, but I have hmm. had talking talk to non-Gujarati people who will say certain this is, is Varuna instead of Varuna. <laughs> so that's why otherwise because Gujaratis also would also say Varuna. That's why my name has two A's, not just one A. So good to know <laughs> there is some similarity there. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Why do we say uh, Varuna? Because we have a Varuna canal coming from the Kaveri River to that region. Mm. Uh, the name of the canal is Varuna, and that's why that constituency uh, is named after that. Uh, pro tip mm. number two: Before I uh, talk about Varuna, it is Mandya, not Mandya, like how uh, people from Delhi would want to uh, <laughs> uh, refer to it. Yeah. Mandya, yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so coming to Varuna, new constituency after delimitation. Uh, Sidharamaiya has been uh, contesting uh, from say 2004, I think. That's when uh, we had uh, 
delimitation happening. So after that, he has won uh, a few times. Now, uh, 2018, uh, when he shifted from there, thinking that uh, he will give this to uh, his son, Yatindra, mm -hmm. and he would move to the neighboring Chamundeshwari constituency. And that's when sure. he lost uh, spectacularly from uh, Chamundeshwari, the one um, mm -hmm. next to it. And uh, what happened then was uh, he, uh, he, he was the second chief minister. In his mind, he was very, very popular and there was no way he could lose that election. And somehow uh, heaven fell down on him. And even to this day, he has that uh, uh, grief and uh, sadness for having Correct. lost that election. He, 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 I mean, uh, he has so much of arrogance with regards to that, that he thinks that people made him lose when he was not supposed to. That's the kind of uh, uh, thought. And thought he did not lose by a small margin. He lost by 15% margin. So 36,000 votes. So it was not like a 400 vote. In fact, in 2006, he barely won it by 257 votes in the bipolar. It, go, it, it goes to show how unpopular he was. I mean, they yeah. had won around one. Uh, when he came to power, they had around 123. Then when he lost power, they had fallen down to 80. So uh, that was that was how uh, unpopular his government was. Uh, for all the for all the harakiri that they commit now, uh, when yeah. telling that uh, uh, Congress government was the best that we had, mm. Uh, mm. people people just did not uh, think along those lines. So Varuna again is one to to watch. Uh, mm. Why? Because you have a BJP uh, sending in a sitting uh, minister uh, mm. to contest from there. He is a Lingayat. Obviously, mm. caste equations play a role here. So uh, BJP now hopes, BJP mm. now hopes that Lingayat and Vokkaligas would vote for uh, Somanna. Yeah, uh, it would be a United Hindu vote for the BJP. And uh, you you have the Kuruba, uh, the community mm. to which uh, Sidramaya belongs to. Kuruba, mm. uh, a bit of uh, Muslim votes uh, and mm. uh, hotspots of the other uh, uh, smaller number communities is what uh, people are thinking would happen. Now, uh, again, this is from the old Mysore region. So JDS is mm. still a potent force in the entire region. And BJP is trying to uh, ensure that the Gaudas would vote for them and not for JDS. So that, that mm. is why this uh, constituency is becoming uh, more and more uh, interesting and intriguing as they mm. pass. Now, uh, just below, uh, I mean, within the same region, now that we are talking about uh, old Mysore region, maybe you can also check Kanakapura in the absolute Before corner. we go to, before we took to Kanakapura, I wanted to talk about uh, uh, Hubli Dharwad Central, right? That's why, because that is okay. the seat, that's the safe BJP seat and Jagdish Shetar used to hold this for a while. And he basically uh, quit the BJP and joined the Congress because uh, of uh, that. So does does the Congress have a chance or is can, is Jagdish Shetar that popular in that seat? Because from what I have told and what people have told me is that he's not very popular in that seat. He is not very popular. Uh, that mm. is obvious. Uh, he had an aura for about himself. Again, uh, a people, a person who thinks too much about uh, himself, just like uh, yeah, yeah. Maya. Now, uh, unfortunately, things came crashing down for him. He did not we take the idea of political but complex. <laughs> exactly, very similar to that. Uh, uh, he did not take the idea of electoral retirement. Uh, uh, too well. There are other people who agreed to it uh, within the BJP. Jagdish Shetar somehow did not. 
so uh, he let out a lot of bad blood when he did that uh, he uh, famously shifted over mahesh uh, tengenka is the uh, bjp candidate uh, a native uh, a native to that region um, quite a known face within within there so it will be okay. a straight fight between the two and uh, what people are telling us jagdish shetty will not be able to uh, take all the votes in fact uh, people would be surprised if he is able to take even 5 5% of votes with him so wow. uh, probably probably bjp uh, would want to make him lose spectacularly and therein would lie a message telling when we uh, therein would lie a message to all the bjp leaders all over the country telling uh, when we when we think that it's time for you to retire it's better that you uh, actually go and retire so i think i think bjp would definitely want to uh, prove a point there kanakapura again kanakapura dikeshivkumar land yeah dikeshivkumar uh, yeah, republic of kanakapura how uh, people have <laughs> talk about it uh, yes. we have covered it uh, in a, in a, in an old article in a five year old article uh, yes. yeah so uh, dikeshivkumar he believes that it is his time now to become the chief minister he is the kpcc president and uh, a winning there should not be a question although you have a sitting minister coming and challenging him bjp is actually mm. doing that a lot this time around you have a lot of uh, people going and uh, challenging and leaders from the other uh, ar ashoka was the home minister right at one point at, at one point in time not now not now but yes yeah he was uh, he mm. comes from uh, bangalore city uh, mm. so uh, even for him uh, he uh, this is getting out of uh, his comfort zone both of them are work colleagues but uh, uh, winning in kanakapura would be too much of an ask even for uh, ashok uh, but uh, anyway the point is that what bjp is trying right now is to ensure that these people sadramaya uh, uh, kumar swami or shokumar uh, hmm. they are tied to their constituency Uh, simply because they cannot afford to win by a small margin, uh, they being uh, state level leader, they need to win by a large margin. So uh, BJP okay. hopes that they tie these people up with it to their constituency, and then yeah. uh, BJP's electoral machinery will uh, will uh, work its charm. That's what BJP would and, uh, think. And that's why I was showing briefly the Padmanabhan Nagar seat because R Ashok is a sitting MLA from there so i think that seat is assured for the bjp so and then yeah. he is going to go and campaign in kanakapura uh, which is in the ramnagara district which is where the gowda family is also uh, uh, in the ramnagara district two of the four uh, uh, mlas or uh, or five mla seats two of them are the kumaraswami family hd kumaraswami and nikhil kumaraswami so uh, uh, it's ramnagar for a, a five seat constitute five seat district five assembly constituency district has three very four, high four. profile contests ah yeah uh, yes yeah. four and I'm sorry uh, four not have... even five four seats four yeah yeah this is part of bangalore uh, rural and uh, when uh, kumar swami became the chief minister he he carved out the ramnagar district and uh, mm-hmm. kumar swami is obviously contesting from chennapatna that is where uh, he has been contesting for a long time now uh, bjp mm-hmm. candidate bjp candidate cp yogeshwar again is uh, a sitting minister uh, and yeah. he has won fr- uh, from there earlier uh, yeah. on an sp ticket samajwadi party ticket so and uh, and a bjp wha- ticket so uh, and and that as well yeah so so what you have now is 
uh, a, a tight fight in chennapatna uh, yogeshwar versus uh, kumar swami uh, and people are telling that obviously the margin will not be that big for kumar swami mm. i will not be surprised if uh, if uh, yogeshwar can actually pull it off hmm. wow really i will not i will not be surprised because he has a localite he has a lot of goodwill for him he has hmm. he has worked hard on uh, rejuvenation of uh, water bodies in that district so hmm. there is a lot of goodwill for him what, what is interesting for me is i think there used to be a leader bangarappa he was he had shifted to samajwadi party and that's why samajwadi party had that one or four one or two elections that, that's what i recall as a very yeah. young kid i'm aging myself here i as a young kid i recall as sp would take out front page ads uh, with bangarappa winning something and there was this other fellow they had called kiran bhai nanda who's getting in west bengal and they're like now we are a national party we have munayam singh kiran bhai nanda and uh, this bangarappa and amitabh bachchan as their brand ambassador who was uh, you know telling people to vote for cycle ab to shayad amit amit ji must have forgotten also what all uh, he has told to vote for when he used to be the older brother of amar singh but you know tab ki baat hai wo yeah i mean uh, bangarappa actually uh, he also had his own uh, party tanaka congress oh. party kcp and another uh, yeah, version of congress Ah, this was after he was the chief minister uh, while in Congress. So uh, he uh, he was known for that. He he was to spin out uh, party every couple of years. Uh, but mm-hmm. then anyway, uh, he uh, I mean, in fact, uh, both his sons, uh, one uh, one in the JDS, one in uh, BJP, both of them fight for the same seat, brothers, mm-hmm. and they don't see eye to eye. So mm-hmm. that is a brother contest that we are witnessing in. Uh, Shumoga district, Kumar yeah. Bangarappa so and Madhu Bangarappa. That's another sort of situation then. <laughs> and and yeah. that that is that is another sort of situation. So let's go to Hasan then. Hasan is a very interesting thing because you have uh, uh, H D Revanna and H K Kumaraswamy's situation, right? So uh, 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 how do how do you deal no, with that? Uh, right? uh, That's not the same. That's a different person. Uh, we can no, ignore no, no, him. No, 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 no. Uh, the reason I'm no, this is a different person. But the reason, but he's a six-time MLA. He's a senior leader. I, I, he's not related to H D Kumaraswamy. I should have. No, I, I, I mean, I'm aware. It's a, he's a six-time MLA. The reason I bring this up is because Devagowda is seen to now be fe- favoring more of his sons than these old, old voices that brought J D S to prominence. That's what I'm saying. Yes, and this time around, uh, B J P has a, a very formidable candidate there in Hakleshpur. So uh, yeah. again, uh, BJP can snatch it. Uh, in fact, uh, Hasan is where all the action is. Uh, okay. Pratham Gowda had won uh, in Hasan Assembly constituency. Pratham Gowda of the BJP had won a very very handsome victory last time around. Uh, and uh, this time around, he is very confident confident to repeat it. Now uh, there is a lot of bad blood between him and uh, Revanna. Uh, the yeah, elder brother of uh, Kumar Swami, and uh, this is actually uh, JDS Bastian, uh, according mm. to uh, the Gowda family. So they do not mm. want a person like Pratham Gowda to challenge their uh, their uh, mm. control and authority in that district. So uh, Bhavani Revanna, wife of uh, Revanna, she wanted to contest from there and make it a personal uh, ego battle. And somehow uh, uh, Kumar Swami did not uh, agree to it. 
and you now have a straight fight between a party worker versus a party worker swarup and pritam goda and uh, luckily for jds uh, they spent a too, they spent too much time just on discussion of this one particular seat they wasted a lot of time they could have actually uh, focused on many other better things for them but mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's how things are right now but the whole family has won again they are now campaigning for uh, swarup in that constituency okay. so, but so, so, hasan city would be something to watch out for so before before we get into the next list of constituencies right what are your key takeaways from the candidate list so far if you were to give a brief sort of a one two minute overview on this uh a year ago you had uh, uh, pfi activists murdering uh, bjp uh, karikartas uh, in in a few pockets in the state uh, the anger uh, shown by bjp karikartas across the state uh, was uh, through the roof uh, people were mighty angry uh, the state government uh, uh, recommended to the center to ban uh, pfi uh, stpi of their political wing everybody knows that so uh, bjp had to uh, take the karikartas into confidence so what you see now especially in that coastal belt especially in shimoga region is bjp actually giving tickets to the uh, uh, young karikartas or people whom generally uh, people outside that constituency would not have heard in fact there is a seat called uh, 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 sulia in coastal karnataka where you have a one time maid who then became an anganwadi teacher who is now contesting on a bjp ticket so a, a pretty uh, i mean if you are from outside that constituency you wouldn't definitely not have heard that name and you would be surprised to see why these names uh, come into the list but bjp hmm. is going uh, uh, hammer and tongs with uh, this kind of a, a message telling that we are a party of the karikartas and mm-hmm. we would definitely want to see them uh, go up the ladder in the political uh, circles so i think that's the key takeaway for bjp so this time then you are having a lot of people within the bjp also senior leaders sort of retiring right so what do you yeah. make of those and and this is almost uh, an end of an era in karnataka politics that way if one sees people just know about uh, jagdish shetter uh, who did not retire mm. he went to congress yadurappa of course everybody knows uh, but uh, the other names are also important you have a six time mla haladi shrinivasetty from kundapur you have ishwarappa mm. everybody knows about him he retired just a week ago uh, without any fuss and then uh, you have other people as well aged people who have uh, retired so uh, yes end of an era uh, within uh, state bjp Hmm. but then uh, but then uh, bjp has ensured that uh, if if uh, these people were um, from a particular community then that community should not feel uh, disappointed or disheartened and uh, yeah. party has ensured that uh, there is enough representation uh, for all these communities so that is what they are looking at and uh, again karyakarta uh, uh, is the most important criteria uh, uh, from what i from what i have observed Hmm. So so but then do you how do you think how does this change in terms of the greater Karnataka uh, uh, situation Um I think I think the karikartas will feel uh, uh, all the more motivated to work uh, for this hmm. see the whole the whole issue that one needs to understand is uh, the vote share percentages are pretty much hardened uh, 
in in uh, yeah. Karnataka. You have uh, BJP stuck at around 36, 37, 38. Uh, Congress mm-hmm. stuck at around 37, 38, 39, and nobody gives an inch. So it's very difficult to uh, poach even half a percent, one percent, and that's that's where things are. But with this kind of a list, I think uh, the BJP uh, workers would be all the more motivated. Uh, try to do that last-minute uh, uh, booth-level management, panna pramukh, that you the the usual strategies that they adopt. So I think mm-hmm. uh, all that. Uh, where uh, BJP thinks that you will have that last-minute uh, uh, additional gain, uh, hoping mm. that uh, they they can actually cross the midway mark. Mm. Um, that that brings me to another point, and then then we'll go to the next thing. Uh, what do you think about coastal Karnataka? Right, that is where sort of there was some sort of polarization also in that. So, what is what is your take on that? Uh, the polarization still remains. Uh, it has always been polarized that region, uh, but you also had uh, the hijab uh, in uh, school uh, issue, which which ended up becoming a national issue. So uh, again, uh, law and order became a top priority back then. Uh, you had uh, the the judiciary also stepping in. So uh, even to even to this day, uh, that region continues to be polarized, and uh, BJP will obviously do well. And now, uh, when I when I spoke about uh, Surya as a constituency, mm-hmm. uh, the reason why I bring it up again and again is when Praveen Netaru, the BJP Karikarta, was uh, hacked to death. Uh, mm-hmm. The local uh, BJP MLA did not come to visit for around three four days, and then mm-hmm. uh, state BJP president Nalin Kumar Katil, he came uh, but very late, and there were visuals of uh, uh, the local population trying to gharau him. Trying to topple the car, uh, topple his car. So that was the level of anger. And within three months, uh, in a totally unrelated event, uh, Modi had come to Mangalore for uh, an mm. inauguration of an ONGC power plant. But then uh, mm. the road show all the way from Mangaluru airport to uh, Mangaluru city is around 12-13 kilometers, and it was filled with people, uh, not an not an inch to spare. So mm. the message was loud and clear. Uh, for the uh, by the karikata hand by the local people who generally vote mm. for BJP, telling mm. uh, uh, somehow the local leadership, the state leadership, is, uh, uh, is somebody that whom we don't trust that much now, especially in mm. the wake of the polarization uh, mm. and the hijab issue. But we have no qualms with uh, Modi. Modi continues to be as popular uh, as ever, if not more. So uh, again, I think I think uh, the central uh, BJP leadership would have taken all the into cognizance while uh, charting out their strategy. Okay, lovely. So now I want to go to the other second part of this same seats and uh, any specifics. I want you to talk a little bit about the Kolar and the Bangalore urban region. Bangalore urban region. The reason I picked these two regions, right? Because Kolar used to be a Congress stronghold. Now BJP is in fight in most seats in Kolar. Bangalore urban used to be a BJP stronghold with Congress only capturing it during SM Krishna time or in the last election when Congress rested some of the seats back. But are we likely to see again that 60-70% hold of BJP in Bangalore uh, getting your 12 out of 18, 14 out of 20 seats, something like that? Okay, we'll take Kolar first. Uh, yes, yeah. you are right. Uh, Kolar has been uh, uh, a Congress stronghold. Uh, uh, in fact, Hidramaya wanted uh, to contest from Kolar. Things did not pan out that way for him. 
So what you're seeing now is a straight fight again between uh, BJP, Vartur Prakash, who is becoming more and more popular as they pass by, and uh, the Congress candidate. Uh, so yeah, uh, BJP for BJP, Kolar uh, would be that kind that uh, actually here where j- they just could not perform well. But uh, mm-hmm. you have a lot of uh, pop- uh, scheduled caste population as well within Kolar mm-hmm. district. So Kolar. any kind of uh, any any kind of uh, 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 gains that they make in that district will give them uh, rich dividends in 2024 as well. So they would definitely mm-hmm. want to um, uh, uh, have a good performance right now. Now uh, mm-hmm. Bangalore Urban has 28 uh, assembly constituencies, the largest in the entire state. Uh, what you had, I need to talk about this in greater detail. What you had um, mm-hmm. in in uh, the 28, you had the local uh, satraps, local leaders who who would uh, who would become MLA time and time again. So you have a four-time MLA, you have a five-time MLA on, on both sides of the aisle, uh, both Congress and uh, BJP. So you, for example, you have uh, uh, Suresh Kumar of uh, BJP from uh, Rajajinagar. You have uh, uh, Ramalinga Reddy of uh, BTM Layout. You mm-hmm. have Dinesh Kundurao of uh, Gandhi Nagar. Uh, again, mm-hmm. all these are four time, five time, six time MLAs. Now, wh- mm-hmm. uh, one, one complaint that used to uh, come out very loud and clear was all these uh, winning candidates, they would do a lot of adjustment politics. When I say adjustment, mm-hmm they would somehow ensure that the opposite party would not field the same candidate the next time oh. also. So, oh, UP uh, wala example, uh, huh. UP so if it is a BJP uh, stronghold, like for example, Ashok uh, from uh, Padmanam Nagar, uh, the past hmm. four or five times, every time Congress has had a different candidate against him. And hmm. uh, there is an open, there is an open uh, complaint that uh, Ashok uh, keeps winning simply because mm. uh, he is used to adjustment politics. And uh, that mm. is why this time, uh, uh, if rumors are to be believed, um, Ashok has been challenged to go and uh, contest against uh, uh, Shukumar as well in Kanakapura. Mm. No, mm. Uh, this is oh, sorry, Ashok sorry. again. Kanak, uh, 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 Kanak- in uh, Kanakapura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. So yeah, that's that's how uh, things have been. Dinesh Gundurao, son of former Chief Minister Gundurao, uh, fourth-time yeah. MLA from that constituency. So th- yeah. those are the kind of uh, uh, things we have. Twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Last time around, I think BJP had one fifteen, a little more than mm-hmm. half a month. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, when the fifteen MLAs uh, switched over from Congress and mm-hmm. to BJP, and Europe are becoming the Chief Minister. Three or four of them were actually from uh, this region, from uh, Bangalore mm. city. They all eventually became ministers. So what you have now is all these uh, four-time, five-time, six-time MLAs. They mm. now know, they have perfected the art of winning assembly elections. And it's mm. quite tough for the other party to snatch it. There can be only one or two uh, deviations. Say, for example, Krishna uh, uh, mm. Gowda in Biatra uh, and Pura can lose. Uh, and one or two more. So I think that way, uh, very difficult uh, uh, for these hardened uh, uh, regions to actually switch uh, colors. So you mm. can still have BJP going all the way up to 17, and mm. uh, best case can be 18 out of 28, mm. but not not more than that. 
uh, on the other hand congress cannot dip more than uh, 11 or 10 yeah and and one thing is to be noticed we said this into in our previous podcast and before in 2009 which was i think the benchmark for the absolute minimum that bjp can hold across india two cities two urban regions voted for uh, uh, bjp both are represented uh, on this podcast one is ahmedabad the other is bangalore no bjp did not sweep any other city conclusively uh, they had some segment yes. but these two cities were the only cities in 2009 that bjp swept yes so uh, again as i told you lok sabha bjp uh, lok sabha connect over totally differently uh, as mm. compared to a state election so if you see uh, bjp growth uh, in karnataka during lok sabha election bjp now has 50% vote share but in state level it is, it is still around the 38 39 mark arvind nimbavali is not contesting this time uh, his, yeah, wife his, is, his wife is uh, his wife is that's what he was showing correct Ma, yeah manjula uh, manjula arvind nimbavali will be contesting this time is that's why i pulled it up because arvind limbavali was a long term like four five time mla of the bjp uh, from mahadevpura and uh, you know again bomanhalli bangalore south these are all bjp strongholds in 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 bangalore in the recent yeah in the uh, the recent being the uh, mahadevpura yeah. bomanhalli uh, you have a lot of uh, north indian who have come down mm-hmm. and settled down so all the people generally would vote for bjp Uh, because same their, uh, in rajaji nagar as well uh, that is that is a seat which is uh, in terms of demographics that is a high number of brahmin population as well right uh, so that is uh, why you have no that is that is no that is jayanagar rajaji yes. yeah uh, rajaji nagar my uh, where i used to vote earlier uh, suresh kumar is a gentleman five time mla i believe so i think uh, that way uh, it is uh, it's quite easy for him to continue winning people yeah, were thinking that he might also be asked to retire somehow yeah. uh, bjp seems to have uh, continued no, uh, to think, have confidence suresh kumar not just he has actually been someone who's been worked because i have heard of suresh kumar even long back he won it in the sm krishna wave of 1999 hmm. after i'm yeah. sorry uh, like after that he won and then he's continuously won uh, since then since 1994 1999 all the way to he's lost it once i guess but then he's won it in all other elections so yeah yeah Yeah, so uh, Bangalore is where BJP should do well, uh, bagging more than fifty uh, percent, sixty percent of the seats. So uh, mm-hmm. not not too surprising. People, uh, people not too surprising. Uh, hope for, hope for an easy BJP win there. So so the, the, those those were the big the you know as we get into the last fifteen twenty minutes of the podcast, I want to focus on the swing regions this time. First, we'll talk about the Lingayat dominated belt, you know your Shimogas and stuff like that. But then also you have the Timakaru, Chikbalpur. All the, they are all the swing regions, right? Uh, Chitradurga usually BJP has done well, but the, the Lok Sabha MP uh, you know has gone. And any other constituencies that Kishore you want to talk about? and then we'll of course uh, end with predictions and everything but you know i'll go back to sharing my screen and see which areas you want to talk about we can start with bellari and and, and then go, uh, go yeah. further okay uh, bellari is where uh, i mean uh, the reddy brothers uh, are very popular uh, janardan reddy the eldest brother uh, he hmm. cannot uh, step into bellari and he wanted to join bjp again uh, but uh, mm-hmm. bjp did not let him uh, come back to the party so he has floated his own party 
and he is not contesting from uh, Bellary district. He is contesting from a neighboring district, from a seat called uh, Gangavati. Uh, his mm. wife is contesting against his brother. Number 94, Bellary city, you have mm. uh, some security versus uh, Aruna Lakshmi, who is the wife of uh, Janadan Reddy, his brother. So that, that is a constituency where BJP should actually still win against uh, Aruna Lakshmi. But uh, that, that's again uh, 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 a sibling rivalry uh, hmm. where you would see uh, BJP against old BJP. Hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, that, yeah, that apart, Gangavati, uh, probably uh, Janadhan, uh, Janadhan Reddy can win there uh, uh, as, a, as a small party head. But mm -hmm. uh, that apart, I don't think he will have any uh, any influence beyond that region, beyond that one single seat. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, mm -hmm. Bellari again is where uh, Sri Ramulu will be contesting number 93, uh, former mm -hmm. deputy chief minister, uh, uh, a known uh, Valmiki face, and mm -hmm. uh, again uh, quite uh, quite a popular leader in that region. So, uh, BJP ha BJP has done a lot of social engineering this time around trying to mm -hmm. take the uh, scheduled cash, scheduled tribes, uh, and the Lamanis of that region uh, along with mm -hmm. them. So that is where they would uh, hope to, uh, to reap uh, rich political dividends in that region. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Again, uh, probably, yeah, probably you can scroll up, you can go to Gulbarga, and you can uh, uh, probably we can stop at uh, Gurmatkal. Uh, I mm -hmm. can give you the number as well. Uh, on maybe in the 40s, 41. 40, you know, I, I may have, let me, I, we should, no, number, we should have, uh, huh, yes. Kalaburgi um, district, Gulbarga, Uttar, yes, and you have, uh, yeah, number 40, Chitapur. Uh, hmm. Priyank Karge, Congre Congress candidate, uh, son, of against, uh, son of uh, Congress National President uh, Malikarjun Karge. Uh, Priyank, Priyank Karge has already been an MLA and a minister once. He has pitted hmm. against uh, uh, a Lamani face, Manikanta hmm. Rathod. Manikanta hmm. Rathod is getting a lot of uh, public uh, fervor in favor of him. So this will, hmm. this will actually be very interesting to watch out for. Uh, Priyank, hmm. Priyank Kharge can actually win, but with a smaller margin. In, if you see uh, the last time, the margin was but not. That, that's exactly what I was uh, trying to say. The, the BJP narrowed down the margin by 16%. <laughs> that is unbelievable. And this time around, you have the Lamanis uh, uh, wholeheartedly supporting their BJP candidate. So, uh, again, BJP strategy of trying to uh, uh, trap these uh, Congress leaders to their co own constituencies and uh, mm. hoping that uh, BJP can uh, uh, reach out to electorate in the other regions. So uh, mm. this one is important. Uh, you can uh, scroll all the way up to Belgavi. This is where uh, there was some amount of discontent within the BJP. Uh, mm. You had uh, Ramesh Jarkiholi, the leader of that 15 yeah. MLA gang. Ramesh Jarkiholi mm. would be from uh, uh, Gokak number nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, uh, he came into BJP and uh, BJP was generally already strong in uh, in uh, Belgami. Now, with him coming, he 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 went 
he he forced the bjp national leadership to give uh, seats uh, to his men and that is why mm. you had lakshman howdy getting out of bjp uh, lakshman mm. howdy himself being the ex uh, chief ex uh, deputy chief minister but he is now contact, uh, from from a seat called uh, athani you have mm. jarki holy man versus uh, lakshman howdy uh, from mm. uh, athani which will be number Uh, number three in that list. Number three, number three Athani. Yes. You have uh, Kumtalli versus uh, Lakshman Howdy. Yeah. What is interesting is Mahesh Kumtalli wa- was with the Congress. He switched to the BJP huh. because of Ramesh Jarikar, <laughs> and then yeah. now now the situation is flipped. And if you look, I mean Mahesh Kumtalli, Lakshman Sawadi. Then Mahesh Kumtalli goes to BJP. Now Mahesh Kumtalli and Lakshman Sawadi in two thousand twenty-three. So it this is this is the Saudi yeah. had won long time ago and somehow he has not been able to win any election after mm-hmm. that but he keeps asking for too much uh, what I mm-hmm. uh, I firmly believe in uh, he mm-hmm. although he had lost he was made the deputy chief minister by uh, Yadurappa uh, mm-hmm. as a, as a and uh, again uh, uh, that's what BJP keeps telling we give you so much and uh, when we ask you not to contest or uh, when we tell that you cannot contest you you simply uh, leave the party and go to congress and that is not fair as as bjp is the way bjp is looking at hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah so, so again the- uh, belagavi would be hum- uh, belagavi district would be something that hmm. uh, uh, to watch out for uh, hmm. uh, bjp should do quite well Uh, uh mm-hmm. and uh, out of 18 i think bjp should be looking at nothing less than 11 12 in Correct. that particular district one interesting seat i wanted to bring up was badami badami was where sidramayya stood on the second seat and b sriramulu last time almost beat him the margin of victory for them was 1600 votes this time sidramayya is not fighting from badami you have shanta patil and then uh, bb chimanakatti is fighting from the congress so again it should be again a very close contest in badami uh, which is in the bagalkot district um but but belagavi you said as you said is the key because that is uh, along with bengaluru belagavi and bengaluru the both bees have been a catchment area so to speak for bjp and bjp would be hoping for at least uh, 25 to 30 seats from both at a minimum at a min- at a bare minimum yes they need to match because if bjp to district yeah so if bjp out of there about those two districts and i'm not counting bangalore rural because if you add that then it's it comes out to be about 50 seats 50 55 seats but just belagavi in bangalore urban is about 46 seats and if bjp has to win they have to get at least 30 out of those 46 to get a respectable number at least close to the half mark if bjp gets down to like 20 right they are in big big trouble big trouble game over yeah game over yeah yeah, yeah. in fact uh, so, <laughs> even in the map belagavi is in the uh, in the northwest corner bangalore is in the southeast corner so uh, mm-hmm. diametrically opposite but bjp mm-hmm. would want to uh, match out uh, these two regions correct so so that is that is that is sort so to speak um so i'll stop sharing the individual constituencies and now i want to talk about the state in general what have we seen in terms of the polls what do you think uh, the pre polls the alliances and stuff apparently the left is also fighting amadmi party is also there they are also trying to do rallies mm-hmm. so are they even a factor except or are they like just seen as a nuisance 
they're not saying that nuisance, but people mm. are people don't care about Amani Party that much. Uh, if mm. if they might actually uh, uh, have any presence, it might just be in one or two uh, constituencies simply because of the local candidate, not beyond that. Mm. Uh, I don't think Kanaka uh, is looking at Amani Party as a viable alternative. Is there a reason all. why Karnataka is done with the Amadmi Party? Because we were told that oh, you know, Bangalore is the city, and you know, people, uh, IT capital, and you might have a catchment area for Amadmi Party and so forth. What do you think? Probably because uh, uh, Amadmi Party did not invest so much in Karnataka back then. A, hmm. B, Karnataka hmm. uh, does not invest so much of its time into smaller parties. Like hmm. like uh, say uh, NCP or uh, JDU and uh, beyond the point beyond the point even even KJP right of Yadurappa hmm. uh, yeah. it 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 is difficult it is difficult even for local leaders to spin out a party and try to capture power. Kannada uh, never support that kind of a mentality. So all yeah. these are factors in in a state like Kannada and even if hmm. you capture uh, the hearts and minds in Bangalore. Karnataka is a far bigger state. So just mm. by winning five or six seats in Bangalore, hypothetically, you still are a nobody in, in the entire state. So that mm. way it will be very difficult for any for yeah. any aspiring party to come to Karnataka. In a strange and, uh, sort of way, KJP or the Kar- Karnataka Janta Paksha was not even one issue party. It was a one election party. Everyone and their uncle knew that the minute if Yadurappa manages to defeat the BJP in one election, and if Narendra Modi talks to Yadurappa, he will come back. He has come back, and this time his son has been given a ticket uh, from Shikaripura, his old seat, and uh, Raghavendra is going to sweep that seat because you know that's a safe bastion for BJP. Uh, Vijay, but that is all. Vijay, sorry, Vijayendra. I, I don't. I, I don't know Raga, why I got. Raga, no, Raghavendra is another son. He is the MP from Shimoga. Uh, Vijayendra, Vijayendra is the uh, local head for uh, local head. Ah, So I, so I didn't, I did not, uh, I did not get my names wrong. I just confused the mixed up the sons. So Raghavendra, I, I, brother. I, Brothers, so yeah. so yeah, so I mean, the, b- 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 and because of that, you see Yadurappa also coming out with a very invigorated uh, thing. What we talked mm. about in the first podcast that BJP seems to have talked him into it, and so he came out very forcefully against Jagdish Shetar. He says this is an unforgivable crime, leaving the BJP. I've done it once and I've paid for it, and so forth. Um, yeah. He's this is you. So the Lingayat vote again is at the key because if. B.S. Yadurappa is going to campaign the way um, BJP is expecting him to, uh, then BJP again would make a huge dent. And with Basavaraj Bommai as the uh, face. Yeah, a lot of uh, uh, discussion uh, you can see about who would hmm. be the next chief minister and if at all uh, BJP is treating uh, Lingayat harshly. And BJP hmm. has been uh, forthright in telling, even if we have asked the uh, Lingayat leader to retire, we have replaced mm-hmm. one Lingayat leader with another Lingayat uh, youth leader. Fifth. So that way, I okay. think BJP is trying to prove its point that it is uh, pro-Lingayat. And mm-hmm. uh, it has gone uh, uh, that extra mile in announcing mm-hmm. that uh, if BJP comes back to power, it will have mm-hmm. a Lingayat uh, chief minister all over again, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, is something that BJP now, uh, uh, the ball is now in Congress's court. 
BJP yeah. is now trying to drive home the advantage in telling Congress is actually uh, anti-Lingayat. We again spoke about it in our earlier episode, wherein uh, uh, Virendra, Virendra Patil was unceremoniously removed. Exactly. So uh, for for Vos' so, story, please go back to that, that episode for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that way I think uh, uh, Congress tried to uh, drive a wedge between Lingayat and BJP uh, uh, in the in the past uh, one week, uh, but I don't think uh, it would go any any further uh, simply because Lingayat have pretty much been with uh, the BJP all along. So in the last three weeks, two polls have come out. One is the ABP Seawater poll that gives Congress 115 to 127 seats, BJP 68 to 80, and JDS 23 to 35. Um, and then there has been South First People's Pulse. I've not heard of uh, them. I mean, they have done two polls. And uh, the first, and their polls have been almost similar. One they did in January and one they did in April, where uh, Congress in the second one is getting 95 to 105, BJP 90 to 100, and JDS 25 to 30. Now, if the hmm. difference between Congress and BJP is like five or six seats, that's nothing. Absolutely nothing. So yeah. what does this tell us, Kishore? Is this as close as people think it is? It is. It is absolutely close. Uh, uh, parties are fighting for every single vote. Uh, and uh, BJP is trying to convert it into uh, a local level uh, contest uh, in all uh, 224 uh, constituencies. And uh, again, uh, in fact, there are many more opinion polls that have come out. Some of them uh, say Congress would be uh, the single largest party. Some of them say BJP would be single largest party. None of them, none of them uh, are giving a comfortable majority to anybody. So that way, right now, right now, things are out in the open. Uh, uh, both parties are still struggling. Now, the reason why we are in the uh, stage right now because JDS is not imploding. Uh, the reason for that is Kumaraswamy did a, did a statewide uh, yatra called uh, mm. Pancharatna Yatra. And mm. with that, uh, he, he was able to capture the uh, attention of the voters in the old Mysore region. And that is mm. one reason why JDS is not imploding. And therefore, mm. because JDS is not imploding, Congress is not able to uh, win those things because traditionally, Old Mysore is where you have a straight fight between B, uh, JDS and Congress. And because mm -hmm. of that, uh, uh, BJP is still in with a chance right now. So I think that's, that's how so things uh, pan out Would right you now. say that for BJP to do better, it is almost hoping that JDS crosses that 17-18% mark? It has to stick on to 17-18. It cannot go beyond that. Uh, there is no mm -hmm. other catchment area for JDS. So PJP uh, would hope that JDS uh, continues with its 15 to 17% votes and BJP uh, uh, itself would capture another 3-4% uh, votes uh, uh, and win maybe 3-4 uh, more seats from old Mysore region and that is, that is the best bet for BJP. That's the best bet for BJP. Fascinating, fascinating. Uh, I think this is a great point to um, uh, end this part of the podcast. Uh, uh, but before you go, Kishore, what is your prediction? You have to tell me your prediction before. I'm not saying seat-wise. Right now, which party is ahead and things like that? Uh, okay, I would still stick my neck out and say uh, BJP 105 to 110 right now. Uh, and uh, very close to half a mark, but not... Uh, uh, not touching it. Uh, 
and uh, Modi has yet to come down. Uh, uh, BJP would have uh, carpet bombing of its rally. So uh, again, uh, beyond uh, Gujarat and beyond UP, Karnataka is one state where people are mad about uh, uh, Prime Minister Modi. And uh, hmm. Modi, Modi does have uh, a big impact on the electorate of the state. So uh, BJP would hope to uh, capitalize on that and hopefully uh, cross the halfway mark. But as things stand today, I think BJP is the largest party with around 105, 210. Congress around, mm-hmm. say, 95 in that range. And uh, JDS as always in that 25, 30 range. Mm. Absolutely. So I, I think I, I would lean towards the same. I think I think BJP is got is will be around 90, uh, 90 seats. I think BJP is at a point that that's a bare minimum in terms of this. If BJP goes below 90, if BJP goes to like 75 or 80, you will have a Congress sweep because I don't see JDS crossing hmm. 25 seats. So, uh, if J- you, you put 25 for the JDS and 90 for the BJP, that is already close to, uh, uh, more uh, than the halfway no. mark. Then no, you I said 105. A- I said 105 for BJP, 95 for Congress, and 25. No, no, uh, I got, for, no, no. But I'm yeah. saying, no, I, I'm saying the other way. I'm saying 90 is the bare minimum that BJP will get. So I'm saying even if they get hmm. 90 and JDS gets 25, that is still more than halfway mark, and Congress is in trouble. So for Congress to win, hmm. they have to keep JDS to below 25, about 20, and BJP exactly. around 75 to 80. Yes. So that is exactly. the magic yeah. number for this. <laughs> Yes. And uh, sure. one thing that I have seen uh, in, in all the discussions in the past 15-20 days is BJP uh, is not imploding for, for the anti-incumbency. Uh, there is no major anti-incumbency as such. Uh, people's anger is not uh, so visible. Definitely, definitely not in North Karnataka, definitely not in coastal. Uh, in fact, BJP is now uh, on, on the offensive trying to make further inroads in old Mysore region. So I don't think uh, BJP will fall below 90 at all. So that's that's, that's something that uh, does not seem to be a possibility right now. Absolutely. Well, whatever happens, we'll be here talking about the post poll and, and what happens and maybe, you know, all the fun stories that come from Karnataka. Once again, this has been a great pleasure, Kishore. Before we let you go, in the Mind Podcast tradition, any recommendations you have for our viewers or listeners this week? Any fun things you've watched or listened to or heard? Uh, nothing much. I've been uh, totally focusing on elections this time around. Uh, but uh, go watch any uh, any new age Canada movie uh, on any, any of the OTTs. Uh, Canada uh, movies were not so popular in the recent past, but uh, say in the past uh, three four years, they have, we have hit the right note. Uh, many uh, there there have been many Canada movies which people have started liking. So uh, do pick any one of them. Uh, one example can be Garuda Gamana Vrishabha Vahana, uh, available on mm-hmm. Z5 uh, of a story of uh, Mangalore. Uh, so that can be a movie. You can pick any any new age Canada movie. People would love it. Uh, again, again, that would uh, that would throw light on the culture, the people, and uh, uh, what is important for Canada people. So pick any Canada movie and watch it. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. And by the way, we talking about movies. We didn't say Sudeep actually spoke out in favor of uh, Basavaraj Bombay, and Prakash Raj had a three-day meltdown uh, on uh, <laughs> Sudeep speaking up. So uh, Canada cinema yeah, actually. So, uh, so what? What Prakash Rai? His name is actually Prakash Rai. 
similar to Aishwarya, Aishwarya Rai. Uh, when he went to Tamil uh, industry, he did not uh-huh. want to be cast as a stereotyped as a uh, Kannada slash uh, coastal, con- coastal Kannada person. So he changed his name from Prakash Rai to Prakash oh. Raj. Anyway, so so uh, what uh, what he did was he tweeted telling, uh, I don't think uh, Sudhir will join BJP. This is a BJP gimmick. Then then he went and uh, uh, sat next to Bumai. So he said, I don't think uh, Sudhir will support Bumai. Then when he got to know that he is in fact supporting uh, uh, Bumai, then uh, he directly tweeted uh, to Sudhir telling, I, I don't think you should have done this. Uh, uh, you have kind yeah. of lost your uh, thought, uh, your, your thinking. So uh, Prakash Rai ended up uh, thinking for Sudeep, uh, while Sudeep kept telling that I can think for myself. So yeah, that was <laughs> that uh, brief uh, meltdown. But uh, uh, yeah, the reason why Sudeep uh, campaigning for Basavaraj Bommai uh, is important is that he belongs to the Valmiki community, the scheduled tribes. And uh, uh, in that region of uh, Northeast Kanatka, the Hyderabad Kanatka, uh, BJP wants to uh, use uh, Sudip uh, in, in many rallies, trying to woo the voters there. And that is where BJP would hope that Sudip would actually be a, uh, be a vote catcher for the party. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. And and see, popular faces matter because even if they're not vote catcher, they help you push the narrative. And just if not for anything, uh, people like us have derived great entertainment looking at Prakash Raj's uh, frequent meltdowns on uh, Twitter over new issues. So who knows what is the next issue uh, that he's going to uh, melt down about. But uh, my recommendation would be, again, you know, watch some interesting Kannada cinema. I was uh, surprised. I, I keep watching interviews uh, again. Again, Amol Palekar, who I disagree with on a lot of things, but he was, you know, talking about uh, him being in Kannada cinema with Anant Nag, Nemes Satyu. Uh, there were rumors of Anant Nag actually becoming very close to the BJP also. Uh, I, I yeah. don't know, you know, what happened after that. No, there, but, you know, there, no, there, was a, but, there was a rumor that he would come and join BJP. Uh, the correct. date was informed, the time was informed, but somehow that did not that did not happen. That did but, happen. But, uh, you know, there are other known, ways of starting. a known fact that Anant Nag is a is a Modi fan, and yeah. he was actually from from the Janta Dal. He was he was an ex uh, uh, minister in charge of uh, Bangalore development, but he has no. not been active in politics anymore. No, but the reason I brought all these up is because Kannada cinema has, you know, maybe it has not gone in the heart and minds of North India, but there were a lot of Kannada cinema stars. They were very popular or doing work. MS Satyu was doing work in, you know, uh, in cinema. You had, again, Anant Nag, like I, uh, that I said, Prakash Raj did a lot of films as well. Sudeep did uh, work with Mr. Bachchan. You know, in 2010, itself, where mm. he played his son in a movie in Run. So there are many, many Ashwarya Rai you mentioned. So there are many, many. So there are many interesting cultural um, connects and stuff. But for that, watch those things. And uh, and for me, my recommendation would be a show I just watched called Jubilee, which is a love letter through the Indian cinema mm. of the 1940s, uh, where you have Prithvi Raj Kapoor, Raj Kapoor, Himanshu Rai, Devika Rani, Ashok Kumar. Now, which one is who? You'll have to see the show and write to me and see who, who, if you figure out uh, the hack tips that uh, the director gives but uh, uh, fair to say we love our politics we love our cinema enjoy them both mm-hmm. and come back on Mindmakers to write to us to talk with us uh, it's been lovely chatting with you Kishore we'll be back soon with another podcast please like share subscribe and follow Kishore on all the social media platforms um, thank you so much for tuning in today thank you
थैंक यू